What's up, everybody? Welcome to Zenny Gutta's case book. It's 20. It's I'm, I'm calling this year. Fuck you, 2022. You wanted 2022. Yeah. Right. Fuck Version you, 22. Two. That's what. I, that's that's this year. Promises not made. Promises not broken. That's the motto for this year. <laughs> yeah. Don't raise any hopes, and no hopes are dashed. Yeah, exactly. Stacy dashed. Anyway, we're talking today about Zenny Goddess. Is Zenny Goddess back, baby? Is, I was say, is this going to be your tone? And his jacket is redder, <laughs> redder than ever. <laughs> the that last, first, first series is green jacket, right? Yeah. Of on Lupin. Yeah. Yeah. yeah not yeah. on Zenny Gata. Nah. I mean, his jacket. He's always the same. Everyone's yeah. always the same, except for Lupin gets a new jacket and tie. Gets combo. a new. It's Maybe been yeah. five, it's been five years. You needed a refresh on exactly because I'm thinking I'm I'm yeah one in uh in season three or series not season in series three I think he goes back to a green jacket. Nope, this is the original show. Um, it's also red still. It is also red. Yeah. I think it's in the the newer ones where they were just like, what if a blue jacket? Yeah, when they went like thirty plus years between series three and four, and they're like, all new, all new Lupin. Uh, but this isn't all new Lupin. This is series two, episode one. Uh, again, again, still going with the. There's at least two titles for every episode. Yeah. yeah. So IMDb has it: the dashing entrance of Lupin the Third. The actual episode itself says the return of Lupin the Third. I think there might be some other. Who knows what the actual like direct translation of the title is yeah because where we watched it, i don't think had the japanese title screen which all of them seem to have maybe series two didn't have a japanese title screen just english which would be weird mm. yeah i don't know i feel like i see the jap like i feel the like first i one saw definitely the didn't. japanese title screen I know the second one for sure didn't. It literally just scrolled because it was a fucking hilarious name. We'll get there, but yeah, uh, yeah I don't remember. I, I don't know if it's something that they just had the English title cards. It, on it could also, not. which we'll get into probably later this episode, it could just be a Crunchyroll thing because Crunchyroll seems to be playing fast and loose. <laughs> a little yeah. bit, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we've, it's on Crunchyroll, it's on Amazon Prime. Can't uh, vouch for the Amazon Prime version. I saw them for the first time on Pluto TV, which I will. I can vouch for those. They have the legitimate run of episodes on there, so I've seen previews for the real, <laughs> the real episode three, which we'll get into in the, in the when we get to the preview section from episode two. Yeah, episode or uh, 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 Retro Crash also has the actual episode three as well. Yeah, so folks, when you there's there's Google has a uh, a bias against like anime streaming services because you search for an anime and you're not going to get High Dive, you're not going to get Funimation, you're not going to get Crunchyroll. You you get you get Pluto TV. Which is how I found out where that's where it was, but like, and then you might get somewhere. You might just get an eBay search page for the DVD of that anime. Yeah, it's like, did you 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 just want to buy it? Just just go buy it. You're like, no, I want to know where it's streaming. Good luck if you use Google, because 
Google don't give a fuck about yeah. anime. So Google, I wonder if part of it, because I know, like, they made it legal for, like, web or search companies to, like, charge to get <laughs> put on the, on the search page. So I mm. wonder if Google's like, well, every time they click on that link, you better pay up. I wonder if some companies are like, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I'm just, yeah. They know what our website is. They can come to us and find it. And yet, I don't. And yet, <laughs> here we are. Spoilers. Most anime streaming services are not the most uh, robust slash you don't get search results the quickest. Yeah. Searching through them. I'm looking at you, High Dive and Crunchyroll. Funimation <laughs> might be the worst. I think it crashes every time I try to use it. Does it? Really? But I have the free version, and like they definitely spend a lot of processing power trying to load up the commercials, <laughs> and that's usually where oh. it crashes, where it's like, here's a commercial. And then it's just, that's, where, it that's goes, where I'm like, well, I, I guess I'm staring at this freeze frame of a Gerber <laughs> ad for the next five minutes, hoping yeah. it loads. Mm -hmm. And it never does. Oh, God. They they do everything that they possibly can to just be like, look, man, 10 bucks Fuck a month you. ain't that ain't that ain't that big a deal. You've got 10 bucks a month. Like that's, <laughs> to skip that's, a meal every now. It's not yeah, twenty dollars. It's not twenty dollars. I'm asking you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like Crunchyroll. Fucking Christ. Like. You want to see that same Dr. Stone commercial three times in a row with the loudest possible volume you could imagine? Yeah. Do you want to see some maybe local casino commercial three times in a row <laughs> at 240p? Uh, yeah. Do you want to see any commercial three times in a row? Because that's what we're going to do. Because that's just what they're going to do. Yeah. Um, Pluto TV had, does have commercials, but at least they have like real TV commercials. Like it's an actual like oh, okay. programmed hmm. out commercials. That's interesting. Yeah. So it's not, you're not just getting a glitched out. Here's a thing four times in a row. Yeah. But uh, yeah, shout out Pluto TV. It's free. You don't have to, you never have to pay for it. There's no paid sub thing and it actually works properly. Shout out Pluto TV. Also like Peacock. Shout out to Peacock. They let you watch live TV and you don't have to pay, like you don't have to pay for it to watch their stuff. Really? Yeah. You just get free Peacock TV with commercials. No paying. I'm looking at you, Fox. Fox Fox doesn't even have a thing at all. Like the only way to watch Fox through an app is to subscribe to cable. Yeah. <laughs> and then Paramount Plus, CBS, you gotta pay for that service. I feel like Fox had an app for a minute. I feel like I remember having like a Fox app on the Xbox 360, and it was like, cool. What's your cable provider? And I was like, that's not what I want. Yeah. Yeah, they have they have Fox now, but like there's literally no way to subscribe to yeah. it without which Ooh. partially makes sense. Does it? Because they're a co thing with Hulu and Hulu has the shows. Yeah. So they're just like, Well, this app is gonna suck. So I don't know what you're expecting. <laughs> go get Hulu. Just go get Hulu, dumbass. Um, yeah. So but uh, streaming services notwithstanding, yeah, Lupin's back. Yay, Lupin! And it's been five years. Yep, and we get it in that five-year time. Um, yeah, new it's theme not been song. Five years for us, but <laughs> no, I mean, it feels like it. Know, probably right? feels like it if you're a listener and you've been like, "Hey, I wonder if they're ever going to do a new episode." <laughs> we are here. We are. The future's Hello. now, bitches. Yeah. 
And the future has a red blazer. Yep. You know what? I like the red blazer. Red blazers? Is that what he has in the movie? I think... I, th- I want to say yes. The new movie, which the I think he Lupin does. the Third, the first. I'm and gonna look. I'm gonna look. I, I think it. that's. Okay. I'm gonna continue I'm gonna, talking. I want to say that's Red Blazer. I'm trying to remember now if if it was green. I know it wasn't the blue one. I think it was red. It might have been looked like leather because of the the detail to it. Yeah, but I think. I maybe think it was the red one. I think you're right. With black leather pants, not a bad look. Yeah. The first time we see Lupin in this episode, though, he's wearing a. He's wearing cover coveralls because he's skydiving onto the onto the ship. So if you haven't watched it, I mean it's only like twenty four minutes. Go yeah, watch it. Go but watch essentially, it. this is the getting the yes, band he's back together. A red coat. Nice. Episode. A red like leather coat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everything except, is leather in that movie for some reason. Yeah. Not mad. No. <laughs> I mean, Goyman's not wearing leather. <laughs> no. That's Everything fair. Lupin's wearing is basically leather. Yeah. Um, but unlike Star Trek Picard, this ep- this show doesn't take ten episodes hour long or eight hour long episodes to get the band back together, and then two episodes of story. They just nope. get right into it's it. Bands back just together. Do it. Quick montage, and everyone's back together again. And it's perfectly fine. By the way, Caliastro is a blue jacket. Okay. Was it? Yeah. Mizaki and a yellow tie, the... black shirt, yellow tie, blue jacket. It's like a teal. Why don't I remember? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, recently got the 4K release of that. Pretty excited about that. Woo! It has like six different audio tracks, five different um, subtitle tracks. Like they have like the theatrical, nice. the, Jesus. like the original, like like the 78 version, the 91 version, the 2001 version, the <laughs> like uh, the updated new G Kids version. Tense, yeah. So it's gonna be interesting to go through and like see what what changes they've made. Yeah, throughout mm-hmm. the decades. Well, I mean the one the one change that we do know is that they like, added a romantic subplot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> out of the blue. Um, speaking of romantic subplots, out of the blue, old Fuji cakes. Oh, Fuji-ku. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, get some. It's not really hardcore new. This is definitely a, like a hard PG thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. There's a there's some bum cheeks, yeah. and there is the hintest of hints at a nipple. Yeah. Was there? Oh, I think it that... definitely came to a point. <laughs> uh, I think that was just like the water. You you you, you saw the curvature no. of the of the earth. <laughs> yeah. No, you definitely and the got, water flow. It's the whole booty, and then as she goes up, you get a whole titty. That comes to a point. To be fair, there's quite a lot of it to there, so it'd be hard to hide it. Yeah. So we- I'm pretty sure her rack got bigger in every scene she was in, and it just progressively got. It definitely bigger. if it, if it feels like one of those situations where like they had different animators working on different scenes, and each different animator had it had a their own idea of how big like her tits should be. Yeah. And, and I I gotta say. I'm on board with some of those animators. <laughs> I mean, nobody They're was in the wrong. <laughs> yeah, nobody was wrong, but like some of them were just a little bit more right. Yeah. Um, we also Terrible. got some. We also got some looping cheeks in this one as well. Yeah, we, we did. did. Bit by the by the shark. <laughs> oh, but anyway, like I was gonna say, this is them getting the band back together on a cruise ship that they get lured to. By secret notes, and everybody, everybody's brought back, including Zenigata. Though we never, it's never clear why Zenigata was brought there. 
Yeah, so I was saying that if you were going to bring Zenigata, that's fine. But if I were Zenigata, I'd be like, oh, well, clearly somebody's going to... Lupin's coming to steal something. Hang out a bit. Yeah. Because this person clearly wants him to arrest Lupin. And then it turns out, nope, he just wanted to murk him. He just wants to kill everybody. Well, he wanted to kill Lupin specifically. Yeah. yeah. Everybody like, else just is long for the ride. Did he know that Zenigata was actually there? Because it doesn't... So, spoilers. It turns out it was Mr. X from way back in episode one. The leader of the Scorpion. Uh, the Fujiko Tickler. Yeah. Oof. This time, he's the he's, he's Starman, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> he ripping all of his clothes off, and I was like, ah... Oh, they Ken dolled him. It's fine. His shiny green Ken doll body. Yeah. Uh, but he like he never mentions Zenigata. Zenigata never comes in contact with him. He's just kind of there on the ship. Yep. It's definitely a, we can't have an episode without Zenigata in it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, pretty much. There. Thank goodness for our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what, what would we do if he wasn't there? <laughs> um, The body count on this episode starts immediately. So Holy like shit. Goemon takes out three dudes like from the get. Yeah. There's um a probably not very uh sensitive portrayal of Chinese people by our Japanese friends. Yeah. <laughs> uh let's see. Jigen's just playing some skeet. Yeah. Skeet skeet, motherfucker. <laughs> nope, just skeet. <laughs> Uh, I mean, so I don't think he's taking anybody out. Fujiko. This is hanging out on the beach. Just stealing. Just, she's taking you know, people she, out, but in a different way. She's yeah. taking some people financially out. Yeah. Uh, we don't get to see what uh, Lupin was up to before he no. showed up. I think one of one of my favorite things from this episode is when, and I hope. It's, it's. I hope it's an intentional laugh moment because I know I laughed out loud at it, uh, but maybe I'm just an asshole. Uh, is when Lupin is skydiving onto the ship and Jigen's like, "Oh, look at his fancy diving!" And then just just it, go, it, uh, the shot. Look goes at his back fancy up. diving pose. Yeah, and, and it's, it's just him going. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was definitely meant to be a laugh. Because <laughs> um, it was so fucking funny. It was. And then we get the body count in the restaurant. Oh, yeah. Um, which I'm pretty sure one of that body count was a kid because it's a doll that's been smashed. Right? Like, what the fuck? And um, we get to see one guy taken away on a stretcher. His body looked intact considering the entire ceiling had just fallen on him and it was made out of a big iron plate. Yeah. Um, then there's the guy who almost gets taken out in the dentist chair, who's now been psychologically traumatized forever. He'll never oh, no, he's dead. He's, yeah. Wait, he's dead? Yeah. yeah. He the snake he, bit him? He died, yeah. Yeah, the snake bit him, and oh. then Jigen shot the snake in half. I saw Jigen shoot the snake in half. I yeah. thought he got it and before he's like, he got another the guy. Vi- another innocent victim. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. So the snake, the snake so guy. So that guy's dead. Um, the masseuse. The guy who was massaging Goemon's definitely dead now. Oh yeah, yeah. Gets, that one's fine. That's I'm fine. okay with that one. Yeah. Um, and then that lady who jumped into the water before Fujiko, and yep. her her top's just swimming in the pool now. She definitely did. She yeah. did. And then literally everybody else on the ship. <laughs> and the, yeah, and then everybody dies. Everyone. No, there was some. There was some lifeboats. There was some lifeboats. Yeah. 
Did we actually see them get off the ship, though? Yeah. No! Yeah, so we see one drop into the water. Oh, okay. And then the other ones are in the distance. It's very Titanic-y. Oh, okay. Like, there's, like, three in the distance. <laughs> we watch one drop, and then it gets... The a- Titanic, the an event famous for people surviving it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, people did survive from the Titanic. Not a lot. Yeah. But, you know, those rich of the rich ones did. That <laughs> should have. Yeah. Um... Yeah, but if we get the return of Mr. X. No, Mr. no, no, X. no tickling this time. No tickling this, but he is also taken out in essentially the exact same way that he was in episode one of series one. Yeah. So, you know. Well, is he's he still alive, though. The exact same way? He gets electrocuted. Because the last time well, we see yeah. him, he's like, I'm going to get my revenge. And then the stip- ship starts blowing up and then yeah. the episode ends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then this time he gets electrocuted and he's like. I'm not going down. And then he like, without taking you with me, motherfucker. And then he, you know, cyanide capsules that tooth. And- uh, uh, <laughs> what? For, for, I specifically forgot about that moment. Cyanide capsules that tooth. And then- A little just like button beep, trigger. Beep, in his- beep, 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 beep. Yeah. And then uh, takes out the boat and he's made of, you know. Metal? Vi- vibranium. So he sunk to the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> he's made out of teal rocks. He's made out of something. Maybe he survived and he's just walking along the bottom of the ocean. Maybe. It's entirely possible. I with his new it. sexy robot body. Maybe we'll see him in uh, series three. Mr. Maybe. X. Maybe he's always just the... the First episode. The first episode bad, bad guy. I can say from personal experience, at least part five and part six, that is not the case. No. <laughs> Mr. X. Maybe like maybe they're like, okay, we've run this. We've yeah, we're we're we've we're done this enough. Done. We can move on from it now. Um But maybe, you know, I don't know. Maybe that's I don't know if that's a thing that they if if they ever move on from anything. Yeah. I guess we will find out eventually. 75-ish episodes from now. <laughs> so six, six years from now, if the world's still around. Yeah. Maybe but, maybe we up this to three episodes per per podcast. Maybe. Uh, we also watched this in, I would say, probably the only way to watch Lupin the Third, which is in you the sub. You binge two immediately in the sub, and then you go talk about it. Yeah. Um, well, specifically though, you doing sub subs, not dubs. Yeah, like I'm sorry, Tony Oliver. I'm sure you're a perfectly fine person, but I don't need Looper and I sound like this. Also, like R- Richard Epcar's work on anime that I've seen is not it's not the best. So, uh-huh. um, I mean, it's pretty much just as far as I know, just this and uh, Ghost in the Shell. Oh, was he? Um... Basquiat, Bastille, Baby Boy, <laughs> don't <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, yeah, he was. That was uh, that Batu. Was yeah. Okay, that's the one. Maybe. Maybe that was him. Maybe. Maybe that was the character's name. I thought that was the something name. along those lines. It definitely like started with a B. Yeah. It had letters in it. Big old B boy. Yeah. Big old ping pong ball eyes. <laughs> Anywho. Good gravy. Um, the other thing that this episode brings in for the first time, the 
for the for the for the time the all new theme song which i gotta say holds up pretty well it does i like it a lot so like i think on the la- it was the last zany god episode we were talking about right that talking about the the uh, like the current theme song versus like other anime theme songs we'd mentioned yeah like tank and and um the Lupin theme and Tank being like top two anime theme songs, which like I can't really think of a whole bunch of other ones off the top of my head that I'm like I need to li- I like I would listen to that. Yeah, well, I mean a lot of may I don't know if it's a newer thing or what, but I feel like a lot of anime will just be like, uh, we're gonna buy that song and, and use it. Yeah, and it's almost always like. The like emo pop punk genre for the most part. Yeah, a lot of the time. I mean, Japanese emo pop punk fucking slaps though. Yeah, um, but also like Lupin and Cowboy Bebop literally created a band to play the songs and go on tour and stuff. Yeah, which I've like I've seen some of the uh, live performances of the Lupin and Tank, both pretty good. Mm-hmm. But like, I wouldn't say that Lupin is better. I would, but I would say that the Lupin theme song is more robust, I guess, or like it's more, it's more easily, like, it's, it's. I feel like it's more easily digestible, but that's also because I feel like it's simpler. Tank is a whole. It's the performance that makes it not. Like the notes and stuff that were written. Yeah, like Tank yeah. is an experience almost. Like yeah. you have to sit down. You can't just like listen to Tank in the background. Like it, that does not work. You like, have to you be can't, focused on it. You can't play it on piano and marimbas and be like, yeah, this works like yeah. you can with the Lupin it's theme the song. the whole thing. <laughs> Lupin, yeah, like fuck it. Lupin, you're just like walking past a shop and they're playing the Lupin theme song and you're like, damn, yeah, as you're rocking, as you walk by, like... <laughs> I think that's that's the the different like the the Lupin theme song is jazzy tank is jazz. is jazz yeah and not like elevator music jazz no like, it's like like actual jazz active jazz yeah <laughs> like like that's the one thing that though that I learned from when we watched the live action Cowboy Bebop is that like oh it's easy to fuck this up. Yeah. Like, if you don't do it just right, it's not good. Like, you can have people... You can have people playing notes, but if they're not, like... For lack of a better term, just, like, really in it, playing it, then it's not gonna... It's not gonna be good. Or if you, like, come in at the wrong part of the song, and it's like, yeah, halfway through the song is a good point to like come into the song like proper, right? Yeah. The answer is no. You no. gotta you gotta play it the one. It's the one way you can do it, <laughs> and you gotta do it that way. Um. But yeah, but like, there's probably a good dozen or so versions of the Lupin theme that I've heard, and they're all good, and they're all good. Yeah. Like they just got there's different moods depending on like you go out to the Monte Carlo casino and you put on the like 
you get the marimba version you get like the straight up just like jazz piano three pa- three piece version they're all good yeah yeah i mean the the version so listening to the the version in loop in the third the first where they brought in i don't even know how many like piece brass band for that version and it it is very full and there's a ton of energy in that recording and then going to this one where it's just like oh they got they got like five guys together yeah it's like it's still it's still good but i definitely feel like oh i want i want that fuller i, I need that little bit more people in the room kind of sound i feel like yeah um shout out to yuji ono who wrote the the loop in the third and wrote pretty much all the soundtracks for all the music for the last 50 so years or so good job and, uh, you're doing good kid yeah he's got a bunch of out like there's he has a an album of lupin cover lupin the third style of just like standards nice let's listen to some of those folks just go go to youtube and search yuji ono and just put on some of that stuff it's good it's good for <laughs> just like chilling hanging out music So yeah, that's any other, like most of episode one is getting everybody set up and together to. Having it ready to go. Yeah. And then like introducing, here's the bad guy. And then they kind of beat him up and then they leave the, leave the area. And then Zenny got a chases after them on a turtle. Yeah. I do. I do like the, uh, kind of more put upon like sad sack. Zenigata that we got in this episode. Yeah. Um, Because he's very much like from the very beginning when he falls down the stairs and his luggage goes everywhere and his clothes fall everywhere. Definitely definitely more of a sad sack, but it, that's not really him in uh, episode two, which on IMDb is a bouquet of bills blossom in Rio's sunset, which uh, is definitely not the title that Crunchyroll had. No. I mean, that's the one it has on the menu when you click on it. Yeah. But in the episode, the actual title card is Buns, Guns, and Fun in the Sun. Which was so great. <laughs> Which, uh, hands down, greatest title of anything. Yeah. So, yeah. This episode, this episode it's, it's, uh, I feel like this is more back to the standard episode they're continuing with the not telling the story in a confusing manner where just yeah, like everything I, happens beginning to end i feel like at some point maybe it's maybe it's a little bit later on down the road but i feel like at some point this is the series where i'm i'm gonna be watching it and i'm gonna be like oh yeah this is what i wanted this is the scooby-doo bullshit yeah i feel like I don't know that this first two, like the first episode kind of had that feel to it a little bit where it's like, oh, this is just fun and stupid. I mean, sucks all those fake cartoon people are dead now, <laughs> but like the main five are still there. Uh, episode, Our are still there. Yeah. Episode two didn't really have that same vibe to me. The, like the closest it gets to is when they're like in the, in the hospital doing the Morse code back and forth to each other. Mm. Like, that was kind of cool. I was like, oh, that's pretty clever. Mm-hmm. But other, like, there's a lot of just kind of fucking about yeah. waiting for the yeah. thing to happen. I feel like it was very, 
back to their bullshit of season one. It's just, it's not as crazy. It's more Ocean's Eleven, the heistiness. But a completely bonkers ass heist where they're stealing. I feel like, no, there was definite like steps to this. This felt the least bonkers to me. Yeah, that's fair. I feel like it's why two out of the three of us got a little too comfy. On the couch? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, is that this was the least bonker, like, season one got fucking nuts to where we were literally watching episodes going, I don't understand what's happening. I don't. <laughs> Those first, like, ten episodes. I don't like, understand why. I saw it. I saw it all. <laughs> I still don't know what's happening. But what was it? Yeah. Whereas I felt like this was definitely a heist episode. Yeah. Like, we're getting captured. Why are we getting captured? So that we can have an alibi. Why do we need an alibi? So we're going to go steal this money. And then we're going to come back. Oh, shit. We didn't make it back. Okay, now on to st- let's go with plan B. Yeah. Like, this felt very, like I said, Ocean's Eleven-y. That's fair. There are plans within plans within plans, man. Yeah. I mean, also the fact that they're like doing the heist underneath a large sporting event. Because it's back in the day. It's This is from the 70s. There's no debit cards. There's a fuck ton of cash at those things. Yeah. No, but I mean, like, I'm saying, like, in that same Ocean's Eleven thing where they're like using a sporting event to as the cover mm-hmm. for, their, for what they're doing. Yeah. Is it? Oh, because there's a boxing match. Yeah. In the first one. I'm. Do I remember Ocean's Eleven? Really? Like, I remember, like, bits and pieces. Remember Brad Pitt eating shrimp cocktail a lot? He just ate, <laughs> and apples, and sandwiches. Pudding, and pudding cups. Stuff. He just ate I remember, a bunch I also of remember stuff. the scene where George Clooney and Brad Pitt are watching Oprah, and they're crying together. What? I don't remember that. Are you making shit up right now? It might have been in the second one. I definitely remember that that's, that happens. One of those... It's also weird, like, it's weird that they kept treating Matt Damon like he wasn't a celebrity. Like, everybody else is like, yeah, these these are just like, we're calling them different names, but they're just themselves. Yeah. But then, like, they have, like, Matt Damon is, like, the non-celebrity amongst these people for some reason. And I always thought that was weird of, like... Yeah, he's the new kid. I'm like, new kid? He's like, it's just like fucking the grown ass man. What are you that's talking Matt about? Damon. What are you? <laughs> that's Jason Bourne, Goodwill. That's Goodwill. Yeah. Was his name, was his name Will Hunting in that? I've never actually seen Goodwill Hunting. No idea. No, no. I'm just going to say his name was Goodwill. <laughs> Good, Goodwill, yeah. Um, I so, like I like I like the the anime thing that is essentially popular to this day with your McDonald's and whatever, but how they kind of just like drop and drop and replace letters in American soccer players' names to create new characters. Hilarious, because the real real soccer player was Pele. I don't, what are they calling this? Pere? Yeah. <laughs> P E R R E. Yeah, like yeah, I can't can't sue us now. Yeah, which is it's funny that they did that since they don't since pretty much nobody back then gave a shit about international copyright law. 
I and mean, you know what? This show specifically didn't give yeah. a fuck about international copyright law. And I feel like we we were the better for it because otherwise, like, can you imagine if they'd been like, "Oh, can't can't break the copyright of Lupin the Third, so uh, I guess yeah, we'll just not create is. it." Yeah, boo! That's why. That's why we need to redo copyright law. Hear that shirtless Winnie the Pooh? We're coming for you. It's going to be a whole can of worms right now. I'm okay. You know what? A.A. Milne has been dead for enough years. I think he doesn't need to make any more money off of Winnie the Pooh. That's true. Yeah. I feel like like death is a good cutoff point for someone's (laughs) copyright on something. Mm, But uh, Sure. Maybe like give them like 20 years after death. I mean. Some of this shit doesn't get popular until they die. That's true. But it'd be even more, anyway. Yeah, but that's because then their families are paying off their fucking debt forever. You know what? Some some people, I'm sure A.M. Milne was a bad guy. He probably deserved it. I mean, his <laughs> estate's still getting money from the Disney version of stuff, so. Yeah, and the Ewan McGregor version of old Winnie the Pooh. Never seen that. Looked terrifying, like, in a, like, body horror. Why are these... Why does Winnie the Pooh look like that kind of way? I never watched that movie. I refused. Yeah. Um, Mainly because I didn't I didn't want to ugly cry about fucking Winnie the Pooh <laughs> because I don't give a shit about Winnie the Pooh, but I knew I was going to ugly cry at that movie. Okay. Was there two of those movies? Uh, I'm trying to think now. Because what was the one that had Ben Wishaw and like somebody and it was essentially the same movie again? I feel like that was a Winnie the Pooh or something. Because it's like his children or something. Grown-ass children come back and have to do the same exact thing that he did. Oh, I can't remember. I don't remember. At any rate, Lupin steals the big Jesus from Brazil. (laughs) (laughs) Which I guess they could sell that for some money. Probably. I mean, that has to be worth something. I feel like the point was to drop it somewhere, get their money out of it, and then leave it there and run from it. But then their money fell out the bottom. Yeah, because nobody thought about the fact that if you just crack open the bottom of a big statue, there might just be a hole there, (laughs) and maybe they should have loosened the base of it so that the whole base would come up with it. Yeah. But that's Uh, why they're kind of (laughs) dumbasses, and that's why we love them. Yeah. Yep. I know I can't remember what episode we talked about this on, but I know I've brought this up before. Do you think... The, do you think that the all the characters that are from Brazil are speaking Japanese with a Brazilian accent, or are they just doing Japanese in a Japanese accent? Because it takes place in Brazil, and I yeah. know in, in the United States we would have them doing a speaking English in a Brazilian accent. Yeah. And as I stated before, I don't know what other languages sound like in other accents, <laughs> other than like when when it's like. An American trying to speak in whatever, like you'd be like, oh, yeah, that's an American trying to do it. But like, what is a Brazilian person trying to speak? Japanese sound like. Yeah. And is that what these actors are doing? And would we have folks, if you know, drop a comment somewhere on the Internet that I can (laughs) I can find. (laughs) Go to Yahoo Answers and figure it out for us. Uh, I'm going to say 70s. Japan shoestring budget anime probably didn't care enough to do anything like that. 
Yeah. But like I'm watching part six right now and like, I think most of it, if if not all of it, is taking place in England, but everyone's just speaking Japanese except for like one or two times when they'll have a character speaking English or whatever. Mm. I'm always like, is this is this a Japanese person doing an English English accent doing Japanese or is this just are they just speaking Japanese? Yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting to. It's one of those things we just never really thought about it, but like now I'm just like, I wonder if is that a thing. Well, what's really interesting is uh, listening to people who are Japanese who learn English and then will, for seemingly no reason whatsoever, sound like they have a British accent, which is in no way pertinent to this. <laughs> But sometimes Japanese people can sound like they have a British accent when they're when they learn English. So I don't know if there's. Well, I mean, I think part of it is because a lot of when they when they like go to school or whatever, they'll spend like five years in like Cambridge or Oxford or whatever, yeah. and like it comes from there. But like, like if I were to do that, like how would I would I don't know how I would begin to put on a British accent. But then speak Japanese. <laughs> like, would that be too many layers of trying to do something? I'm trying to think now. So, I, I don't know. Cause I'm thinking of like, so a YouTuber I follow is British and he lives in Japan. Mm-hmm. But whenever he speaks Japanese, I don't feel like. I can tell that he has he's British speaking Japanese. Yeah. Because a large part of I think a large part of learning a different language is there's a there's an amount, no matter how minute it might be, of to properly do to properly speak that language, there is uh, a bit of imitation involved. And I'm not saying, like, you know, you do a a bad, like, sumo wrestler voice and try to speak Japanese. Like, that's not necessarily the thing. But trying to to get down the proper inflections, the proper uh, vowel sounds, consonant sounds, I think there is a bit of, like, impression involved. So if you can get good at that. And I think, I mean, him, he he was an English teacher in Japan. So had to learn Japanese and all. And so I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's probably also different. It's a weird concept to of like, since most Asian languages and most like Germanic romantic languages aren't very similar. Like you can't, there's not a lot of crossover there. Yeah. Like I feel like a British person doing Italian you're going to have, it's going to creep through because there's more similarities in like vowel sounds and, or consonant sounds. Whereas I feel like it's not as, there's not as many, as much similarity. Yeah. There. And especially in, in the different like Asian languages, like li- listening to um, Japan, Japanese and Korean can kind of sound close, but they definitely do not sound anything alike. But then if you listen to either of those languages and you, and then go to something like Mandarin or 
Taiwanese or like th- those all have like drastically different sounds to them as well. Yeah. Even like in China, there's like a bunch of different languages that yeah. don't sound similar and that people are just like, yeah, we live in the same country, but we can't talk to each other because we don't speak the same language. <laughs> to be fair, China's fucking huge. Yeah. It's like yeah. we speak Mandarin, they speak Cantonese or one of the other many I can't think of all of them off the top of my head, but folks, just just Google it. We're not. What are we here? What are we teachers or something? What are we? What is this? <laughs> am, I, am I fucking encyclopedia? Encyclopedia Brown. Encyclopedia Brown. Terrible. Mercy. But also, like, yeah. Also, don't. It might be different because I feel like. In Japan, they're not as concerned about that type of thing where they're just like, yeah, it doesn't matter what the character is. We're going to have certain people doing the voice and it doesn't matter. Yeah. And they're just. So it seems like this entire series is going to be like globe hopping and kind of like from here on out a bit of that, too. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like there was just a sense of like, well, yeah, they have to, you know, communicate with people when they go to these places. So they're just going to speak Japanese because that's the actor pool we got. It's also interesting to think is like, as far as I know, from what I've seen so far, Castle of Cagliostro is the only one that doesn't take place in like a real place. And that's weird. Yeah. Like it's definitely supposed, well, it's definitely v- Bavarian-esque, but also they're eating spaghetti. <laughs> it's yeah. a Bavarian with spaghetti. <laughs> but, like, everything else, like, they ver- they're very specific about where they are. Like, the first episode takes place in a location that's on the tip of my tongue. It starts with an L. But now I can't think of where they were. They were in Brazil in the second episode. The second one, yeah. yeah. They're in Rio... De Janeiro. Yeah. yeah. The first one. Oh, dang it. Where were they in the first one? They definitely named the port a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah, I got nothing and my brain doesn't want to remember it all. But uh, but it was, I definitely, it was like a place that I recognized the name of and I was like, okay, that's a real location. So hopefully we get real locations going forward. Speaking of going forward. <laughs> so on Crunchyroll at the end of episode two, they show you the preview for the next episode because that's something that, which God bless the old Lupins for putting the previews before the credits. The new ones definitely wait and make you wait until after the credits before they tell you what is going to be in the next episode. But uh, when we watched it this time, it definitely showed a preview for episode four. Uh, the search for Carly's gold. What was episode four called? Uh, I can hear Nessie's song according to IMDb, but I don't think yeah. that's what they called yeah. it. On that, but uh, episode that's three. That's what they called it. I can hear Nessie's call. Was it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but they definitely did not show a preview for the real episode three, Hitler's legacy. <laughs> According to IMDb, according to IMDb, and that'd be interesting to to know how they mean these words because these words can mean different things depending on the context. But apparently, they were there. <laughs> they were hesitant to release this episode due to its depiction of the treatment of Nazis. And I'm like, in what way were they concerned about that? Because like, 
there's one of two ways you can go based on what we've seen of Lupin so far. It makes me concerned that the people that were concerned were concerned about the wrong thing. Yeah. They're just like, you know what? We go pretty hard on the Nazis here. Let's, let's, let's not release this episode. Uh, well, like I don't, I don't, we haven't seen the episode yet, so we don't know. Yeah. So we're, we'll, we'll, we, that's, that's for future us. To it's all tackle. wild speculation. But this was what nineteen seventy seven, yep thirty thirty odd years thirty after, odd years after World War Two, which yep. historically Japan not necessarily on the uh, quote unquote correct side of history there. But I also don't. I also feel like it was like a alliance of convenience. Yeah, I mean, it definitely like, wasn't like look, that. They weren't just like, yeah, them Nazis. They got they got that good stuff going on. Yeah, because like they were definitely like, look, we're just going to head east and do the best we can. And then Japan was just like, well, how about we head east and do the best we can too? And they're like, <laughs> okay, like yes, you can also do that. Um, but they were definitely not fighting on the on uh, with the allies. No. For most of the war, if Near. not any part of the war. <laughs> I was going to say, considering Japan is the reason that um, the U.S. got into World War II. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how that how that all shakes out. Yeah. Hitler stuff. Fingers crossed. Fun. Trying to, trying to steal his treasure, so. So like, off the bat, like, fuck that guy. Just yeah. want his treasure. From from what I can tell, they're trying to steal the gold from an old Nazi and trick him into giving him gold, giving up his treasure. So that's good. So hopefully he gets kicked in the butt a couple of times. Yeah. Um, one thing like one thing that is a little sad is that I feel like since this is before the movie, which I think like the movie kind of legitimized Lupin a little bit, is that so far and in season two the animation. Not not good. As <laughs> not as a uh, high dollar as like the good episodes of part one. Like missing Hayao Miyazaki definitely didn't help. Yeah, the look of the show so far. It's it's real. Like it's slapdash looking a lot of the time so far. Yeah, it's kind of like sub Scooby Doo even, which is I feel feel like a reference that we make a lot on this. Yeah, which. I don't know why. Kevin, I know I know you listen to this, Kevin Feige, you son of a bitch. <laughs> the writers of uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. They stole our Scooby-Doo bullshit. Oh, that's right. They did, <laughs> you fuckers. Yeah. Uh, Give us money, bitch, bitches. I don't know. Why. <laughs> Pay up. Uh, I don't necessarily know why. I probably just assume because it's a cartoon from way back in the fucking day. And Scooby-Doo was a cartoon from way back in the fucking day. But, like, Scooby-Doo, not a lot of swearing and dudes getting shot and, and, and titties in that cartoon. And it's probably the worst for it. Probably. Uh, substantially more of all of those things in this. Yeah, for some reason, like, Scooby-Doo is our go-to. <laughs> you know. I mean, there's definitely a similarity as far as, like, things happening for 24 minutes and then getting wrapped up in a neat bow at the end. I mean, yeah, that's fair. Sometimes out of nowhere. Sometimes, yeah. So, uh, that's just going to be our our thing going forward. But, uh, yeah, uh, there's definitely, like, I will commend them for 
um, going off model with a lot of the characters a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Like in the first episode, like every character essentially is wearing a different costume in every scene. And I know that's like not, not an easy thing to do. Yeah. Um, Goemon gets diped up <laughs> to get to get a massage. Speaking Clapping of them a, cheeks. <laughs> Speaking of buns and fun in the sun. <laughs> um I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna continue my track record of track record of of all of them. Jigen can get it, like he's yeah non non hat Jigen. That was seriously did not see Jigen. that coming. Uh, I st- I will, I'll still say Lupin the Third the first is still the is still top tier Jigen. Yeah, because like I've like mm-hmm. everyone like as I've I've gone on record not a huge fan of 3D animation. I think it, a lot of the time. And from what I've heard of, like people that work in the industry, like it's definitely the case of, yeah, it's we do they're doing it because it's cheap. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they 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 put the effort into into looping the third to first, and I think most of it looks good. But Jigen especially, like yeah, he's got like there's a lot of detail to his to his character. Yeah, which I'm not mad about. I should watch that again soon. It's a good movie. I would like to watch it again too. Let's see. Any other any other was, final one of the things that I did notice uh is that like I think it was mostly in the first episode. Um speaking of like off model and and stuff looking just a little bit janky, uh was when like Lupin would have these like spaghetti noodle wrists and the biggest fucking meatball hands <laughs> that were just the size of his head. Yeah, it's like man, I f- looking at like the the thumbnail images for later on in in this as this goes on. I think in the late like later seventies into. 80s it looks like it cleans up a little bit um but specifically in like what is on here so what's weird is that on on imdb it has it listed as four seasons but then like some of the episodes cross over sometimes and then like sometimes they'll be in a weird order or they'll just like not have like the last like ten episodes just don't have the English titles on them. Yeah, I was noticing that, and like if you just click on like season two or season three, and you just kind of scroll through, a lot of them don't have English titles on them either, and it's weird. But like the uh, there's a part here where it like switches over from being like seventy nine to eighty, and it seems like the by the end of this run, the animation cleans up a little bit. I wonder if part of that has to do with like that they're leading into doing Castle of Cagliostro. And so they're like, they're getting like, we have these clean character sheets now that we yeah. can use. It'll be interesting to see like where that shift really happens. Cause like Fujiko changes a lot based on what I can see here too. Like, yeah. They're very, in, I mean, they were real inconsistent with her in the first series. But now she's, one, not a redhead. 
Yeah. Yeah. It'll be yeah. It'll be it'll be it'll be interesting to see how that goes going forward. Hopefully, animation starts tightening up. Like the other thing too in the first episode is it's just a lot of like still images that they pan the camera across. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like ah, it's a shame. Yeah, this season one chunk looks like it's all gonna about look the same. The first twenty six episodes or so, and then after that, it looks like it might clean up a little bit. Definitely getting a lot of uh, the uh, adventures of Link, Zelda vibes from some of these. Or like that CD-ROM. The CD, the Sega CD. It was a Sega CD? Something like that. Where they're just like, this doesn't look good at all. Just <laughs> grotesque, just shapes moving. And you're like, yeah, that's a mouth. The person's <laughs> talking. I'm like, oh that's my God. Funny. Yeah. Folks. Again, no promises made, no promises broken in fuck you 22. Yeah. So just whatever, whatever you, you get what you get. These sons of bitches, you (laughs) ungrateful bastards. Anyway, no, we, 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 we appreciate all of our listeners, uh, some weird stuff going on in the old, uh, insights, uh, on SoundCloud. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. But, uh. I mean, we've still got the same shows. We st- we got stuff going on. So. We got stuff. We got stuff. We've been wor- we're working on stuff. And maybe it's been other- the holidays. It's been the beginning of a new year. It's been, you know, stuff happens. But we're doing it. We're doing the thing. We're doing it, Peter. Yeah. You're doing it. Are you Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? <laughs> to quote one Russell Russell Crow. <laughs> <laughs> Russell them up. Russell, Russell them up. Yeah. The M stands for Mac- Maximus. Thrid, uh, Gluteus Maximus. Gluteus Maximus. That was his character in that movie. Yeah. I haven't seen that movie since it came out on VHS. Same. Two two VHSs, I'm pretty sure it was. Was that one a double VHS? I thought it, maybe it wasn't. I thought it was. I don't remember. I thought it was long as fuck. Probably is. Joaquin Phoenix. You know he's not in Lupin the Third. He should be in a Lupin. He'd be a good. Um, Zenigata at this point. Pykal. He'd be a good Pykal. Oh yeah, I could see him as a magician. Yeah, in five minutes of a show, and then dedicate an entire movie to his return. <laughs> oh fuck, folks! Uh, come back next week. Well, there's maybe there'll be something. That's that's what the promise is. <laughs> maybe. Maybe you get something. Maybe something will happen. Keep clicking on this. Maybe a little uh maybe it'll update every once in a while. Just keep dragging that that page until a new episode pops up. Okay. Bye everybody.